So you guys may notice there's a couple of uh, things on the desk there for yes. you. Yes. Uh, from now on, new we're turning over a new leaf. Okay. Uh, well, that's actually that's actually a present for you, Nick. So, oh. But yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to that. So this Just, is. <laughs> uh, what I'm talking about is the bell and the skull. Ah, ah. yes. Ah, yes. From now on, we're turning over a new leaf. We're going full PC, <laughs> right? The bell, you got to ring it whenever somebody says something offensive. Because I'm, I for when I'm sick of editing out whenever you guys are really sexist. Oh right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry about well, that. that misogyny. Yeah, and the classism. Yeah, uh, the skull is the uh, skull of destiny. And uh, yeah, okay. if, you, if if any any one of your feelings get hurt, you just hold up the skull, and we just move on. <laughs> Nick's already holding it up. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, so James, you got your leg pissed on last night. You got what? Oh, mate, so we were at the pub, just had a couple. Not um, even in a fun way. It no. wasn't a woman that did it. Oh, no, it wasn't oh, a golden shower. So, uh, yeah, so yesterday <laughs> I was at the pub, I had a couple, and then um, I was just uh, having a, a wee wee in the urinal. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, like, some, like, pisshead just oh, sort of, no. you know, Moses on up next to me, he's talking absolute bollocks. Harrison is pretending to, just trying to cut through the awkward silence. Was he's you there too? Yeah. I was, I was two cubicles away. No, uh, urinals. Yeah. And we so were talking. Because we had and the correct spacing. Yeah, yeah. And he stood right next to me. Well, he middled then, you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, oh. he middled me to his mate and then oh. I was just like, oh, this is annoying. And then um, slowly I just felt all the splashback all on my no. leg. No. And I was just like, oh. So I just, um, after he left, I just went to the sink and then threw up. He was, he was, he was <laughs> washing his leg in the pub sink yeah. and then this old guy came in and I thought you pissed on your own leg. So it's like, he's pissed on his leg and the bloke went, oh, right then. And then just yeah, like, 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 like that's a completely normal thing. Anything in the Weatherspoons like a bit weird would just be like normal for them. Oh, absolutely. You know, you, you know found... the moral of that story is what? don't piss in urinals. They're disgusting. Go into the, I always go in the cube. Well, they are, but, yeah, then, but once you've had a few drinks. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No. No, that no, makes sense. One, Although, in the cubicle, um, as I was cleaning my leg, one of the, uh, the security popo was walking around and then, you know, just checking what everything looks like. Oh, I know. So they they know, uh, you know what going on in there. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. He radioed in and they, um, I had a peep in because they found something. It was a tourniquet for heroin. Yeah. So someone was like shooting up in the toilets, mate. Yeah. Nice pub, and that, we saw our old. Uh, I mean, we'll get to the podcast, but we saw our old mate <laughs> yeah. from school, Gooch. Yeah. Gooch. <laughs> um, and well, unfortunate, unfortunate. This he's a very unfortunate man because he was born oh, yeah. with a micro penis. Sadly, oh, really? he is. He also has the appearance of a frog. Okay. Um, he's because his eyes are very much nearly on the side of his head, and his name's Gutierrez, so everyone called him Gooch. Gooch. Are you sure he's not like highly evolved? He might be the next well, stage well, of actually, humankind. I, he he might be because he went over to one of the uh, slot machines, slot machines, yeah. and won a hundred quid. Well, there you go, then. So he's blessed, chosen, blessed one. So John he's blessed. he's he was born with a lot of hindrances, but he's got the edge of being able to win. Uh, <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got edge. the gambling edge. <laughs> yeah, good old Gooch. Anyway, should we? Uh, I was going to say play a game. Oh, you hello. Fucking. You right? Maybe it's some sort of wacky character. Come join. Ah, uh, hopefully, yeah. Guys, it's the PDF pirate. <laughs> 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 Oh, 
Hello and welcome to the 3T RPG podcast episode 101. LOL! Because the 101 looks like LOL. Yeah. We're doing, <laughs> we're doing comedy games today. Okay. But um, yeah, uh, with me is James Clunk. Hello, people. And Slick Man Meat. Hello! Yes, who's back? Yeah, with a brand new face. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, today we're going to be doing what you've been slaying. Yeah. Let me talk about what we've been playing. We're going to be doing the main subject, which is how to run a funny game. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, though. And then uh, we're going to do some electro letters where yeah. we you know, look at your questions of the week. Yeah. Are you excited for those things? Yeah. I'm not doing feedback or news today because... Uh, some problems arised where I was alone with the baby all last week yep. and he does not want me to do any work on he this. sucked all the time he has out sucked of you. he's a vampire <laughs> but anyway uh, right let's uh, get into what we've been slaying yeah what you slaying just need to get their notes up on my phone. You can see I'm very professional, professionally inclined. So, um, yeah, we've been playing Root, uh, the Powered by the Apocalypse game about woodland creatures in political situations. Um, well, it's not much really to report, but we did end the game. Basically, the whole thing was about their town was attacked by one of the two armies. Um, and uh, it, there's two armies in there. There's one, the Aryan dynasty, who were like racist birds, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And then there was the Marquise de Cat, which is a more inclusive army run by uh, a cat lady. Anyway, their, their town was attacked, and then they suspected that uh, actually the leaders of the town, who were the Aryan dynasty, had orchestrated the attack for maybe insurance reasons or to give them a reason to attack the Marquisette, something like this. And the whole thing, that they basically took the mayor of their town prisoner, and the whole campaign was basically based around them transporting him to the Marquisette and trying to hand them in for some reward. Yeah. Because they're like, this guy's attacked our town. How's the treatment did... of him? Uh, not good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was, oh, it was pretty bad. I knew this was it coming. was very bad. I mean, well, we had to sneak him out. We were in the brothel at the time. He's one oh, of the most right, yeah. famous people in the woodland, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they kind of had to disguise him in some way. <laughs> disguise and him as a hoe. him up beyond recognition? Or? That was no. part of it. Well, yeah, but we disguised him as a hoe, basically. Because, as a what? A hoe? Yeah. Because yeah. where they found <laughs> not, not him the was in a brothel, right? Yeah. So they, they decided to uh, confront him in a brothel and then a big fight happened and then afterwards they captured him right and they put like makeup on him and sexy clothes yeah. and <laughs> then they wanted to tie his beak up because he was a crow so they wanted to tie his beak up so that they so that he couldn't talk yeah. and one of the players was just like right, I'm going to just look around see if I can find a cummy rag on uh. the floor. <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> it was pretty gross but yeah eventually they transported him there but the uh, the leader the marker said she, she was like well I can't take him unless you've got some proof otherwise I'm committing a war crime here basically <laughs> yeah. um, and a lot of convincing to be took honest. a lot of convincing and then uh, well basically long story short is that uh, James's brother was playing with us and he had forgery as one of his things okay. so he forged like a note saying that the attack was uh, was a, a orchestrated by the Aryan dynasty yeah 
and then now it's the end of the game. Wow. Uh, on, because they, well, <laughs> there was going to be this whole thing where they had to do a heist to go and get the paperwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but he knocked it. it up. We sat in court. We had to play out a court scene. Yeah. And oh, then Chris just went. Court scene in a yeah, game. I'm just going to roll this and uh, and see if it's, it's see if it's successful. It. And then he smashed it. Because everyone was doing their like statements and things like this. Then Chris was just like, "I have the note right here." And I was You're like, on he rolled pretty well, but it was a mixed success to end the game. Okay. So for now. As far as they're concerned, these guys are war heroes. They've been given a house and all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but the, as for how long that note is going to keep them out open. of trouble, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and that's where we ended the campaign. It was only a three-episode yeah. mini. Very good. Yes, but, that's right. Yeah. You planned for it to be a five, but a three. Well, your bro, your brother, right? he fucked it up. Yeah. He fucked it right. Up. By doing well, he, he done. Yeah. He done too good. He done too good. Now it's fucked. Yeah, and uh, there was a, it was it was a very fun mini campaign. That's mm. going to be the prologue to me running a whole one because it's a very very fun game. Yeah, 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 and it uses the power of the power by the apocalypse. It does. Mechanics, yeah? It does in very well as well. Yeah. Like so, you've got you kind of got like that if you're a certain animal, it doesn't really matter what like like your your abilities are inherent. So you don't yeah. get the abilities on your sheep. It's just assumed that beavers can choose. Stuff, oh, okay, birds can fly. fly. Yeah, wicked. So um, but yeah, ultimately um, the probably the best part about it is these roguish talents. So yeah. you kind of get like each person has unique abilities that are because you kind of play thieves and rogues and things oh, like so that oh so it's a fantasy game yes ba- bound um, in but no magic so okay, it's like right, a yeah. dark ages animal yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's like it's more based on fables and things yeah, like this yeah, nice. it's very good and um, uh, yeah so the roguish talents you kind of have these things that you can use your finesse to do so mm-hmm. it might be lock picking climbing things like this and each one, each guy has different shit. If you want to use one and you don't have it, you have to rely on luck. So mm-hmm. you need a much higher roll to do it, and you need to roll luck. And yeah, that had some quite hilarious consequences. But one of the great things was there was this uh, the leader of the um, of, uh, the mercenaries that attacked their town mm-hmm. to begin with. Uh, they had a kind of rivalry going with him, and there was this um, bear that was in the woods who was wearing just an iron helmet called Iron Face. And he was a wanted criminal who was like robbing people left, right, and centre. These guys killed him, got the helmet, but then they got in a scuffle with the leader of the mercenaries in a pub and lost the fucking helmet. Oh, so when they turn up to hand in this, they they um, lead one of their mayor mm-hmm. Wigfirth. When they turn up, um, they're like they see the fucking mercenary leader standing there, and he's like, "I'm glad I could be of service." to the Marcusets and he's handing over the helmet and he's saying like he takes loads of fucking money because he was like oh I killed him you yep. know the, so we they were well pissed off so I, I tried to rob him I did actually rob him nice. in the end. what pickpocket <coughs> yeah pulled uh, his trousers down yeah oh I did that <laughs> I actually managed to do that um three times in the campaign or pull his trousers down no um, well, or pull him various people's twice, trousers actually. down because okay. he used he used pickpocketing to take his belt off <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. was it just like a bit of cord and just yeah. pulled the nut and like he, he, at this time he was taking credit for the kill that they did and then suddenly James just whoop, whoop, his trousers come down and the guy just went oh dear pantaloons on the show <laughs> yeah nice yeah it's really good it was, fun so what was the kind of vibe was it a funny game was it a serious it game was, was it a mixture high political so a lot of political a lot of diplomacy yeah pure serious I'd okay say. excellent so so the yeah, the main vibe was that it's because it's like the, the animals are kind of stand-ins for people's characters yep. so if somebody's a crow you know that they're really lascivious and but also things. intelligent right yeah exactly yeah, 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 so yeah, that's yeah. The, so that's the kind of thing so it was serious but throughout the campaign like a lot of funny stuff just happened yeah well and, uh, naturally organic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. comedy yeah. I mean what the comrade um, was alone fight him 
the, so the having... fighting is really um, you, you don't roll initiative it's the okay. GM kind of does a spotlight and you get yeah. two things it's like hard and soft move so okay. a soft move for example when they were fighting the bear would be he's running at you with his claws out mm-hmm. right? and then hard move is you failed you're now going to take damage right. so it's things like that okay. but yeah it's, uh, the, the combat is not the focus at all, uh, and it, but it does it perfectly well in a cinematic games, way. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like I like games that don't like. I, I don't get me wrong. I love a heavy combat game when it's geared up for that, but also a game where it's not is equally as fun in different ways. So, yeah, well, yeah. that's what was good about this. Like we were saying, we wouldn't use it for dungeon crawling. Yeah, but sure. For a political game, yeah, absolutely. It's really large, fun, it? stuff like that. Yeah, it sounds yeah. awesome. I like that, and that kind of yeah, that that people playing. You know what I mean? When it's different, like kind of. Um, opinions and you're kind of I don't know yeah that that, I that think is it helps fun. you yeah. get into the social conflict more, and stuff yeah, yeah wicked but you know it's uh, it, like like it was the tone of it is quite serious but mm. it's got this cartoony exterior which is really cute yeah. and I really like I like it too but the, but the thing is um, yeah when we when it came to the names so you kind of have weird names like like for example you, there's like Harry Wigfirth uh, <laughs> lo- like things like this yeah and um, so all the guys picked names Sean was called Smedge James was called Trastian because he was a raccoon so yeah. it's like Tristian but yeah and then James's brother was an owl called Gand Owl Gand Owl that's good Gand Owl Gand Owl <laughs> but yeah that was root um, it was very very good and yeah. I can't wait to do a, uh, a full campaign now Ages ago, we talked about Savage Pathfinder. Yes. On the oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, we did. It was something that nobody really has ever asked for, but, but nonetheless, it. it's a, it's good. <laughs> it's good. CJ very kindly sent it to us, and it's like one of those things where it's really good at emulating the feel of Pathfinder. Is it homebrew or official? It's official. It's a fi- yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Look, things over at Paizo are not and going great. well. Yeah. No. <laughs> they turned into say They've come with their. Hands cupped <laughs> to Shane Hensley, <laughs> cap off, and uh, they're asking for a bit. He's chugging gasoline, looking at them. He's laughing. chugging gasoline. The Pathfinder guys are like, Look, we've got all this cool art you can use. It <laughs> won't, got it'll busted cost- shoes, holes in their jackets. Yeah, uh, and they've they've had to like bunk it on a train like a hobo. Yeah. Oh dear. But um, nonetheless, the actual product is amazing. It looks beautiful, and uh, we've played one session of Savage yep. Pathfinder so far. So the biggest thing, obviously, is that now it's got classes in it, which isn't really the usual thing in Savage Worlds. Yeah, but, true. Yeah. Um, it kind of you you pick your race and your class, and you get a bunch of abilities right off the bat. It's to, mental. Oh, okay. Nice. And you know, like in Pathfinder, where as you is level up, you get uh, in, or it has. It, right. Okay. So we're getting to that. Yep. But as you level up, your character unlocks more things right yes so so yeah, in this it's done yeah yeah the way it's done is that so once you get to veteran yeah. you unlock um automatically unlock a new thing Ooh. once you get to seasoned and all that Very and then nice. you start with a bunch of abilities yeah james is playing a barbarian so you start with quite a lot Something like, like you. you well yeah exactly i like to play different stuff good especially as it's pathfinder yeah i've never really played a barbaric character no you was a rogue didn't you um rogue is my go-to yeah. for pathfinder yeah. so i thought nah oh, good for you mate nice how yeah. how's it feel Oh, it's fucking sick. Well, because he's got, he's got the rage thing, right? Yeah. So in Pathfinder, it's like you start out a barbarian. Mm-hmm. You can rage once a day, then twice a day, <laughs> yeah. and all of this, right? But the way it works now is that whenever James goes into a rage, he gets a level of fatigue, okay. but he gets all these benefits. But yes, every attack he does benefits. has to be a wild attack. Yeah. So he makes Whoa. himself more vulnerable, but he's but absolutely furious. That also means yeah, if it. I crit fail, um, then I randomly attack anyone. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's like right. Some yeah. bystander. Yeah. So <laughs> I could be in melee with him. Yeah. And he's just got a mental. Ah! <laughs> <He> just <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I could roll big and cut his head off by accident. 
Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Wow, you're like, you're, like a, you're like a fucking hair trigger. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm playing a rogue. Yeah. And so I get like bonuses to sneak and, mm-hmm. and I got... Um, so if I get the drop on somebody, I not only do I get plus four to attack and damage, I also get to add a D6 to the damage. Ooh, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Which can explode. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah. they're really deadly. Yeah. However, um, I'm only playing rogue because we had to pick a class. I'm actually playing their torchbearer. So I get right. like one copper piece a week from uh, these we guys. Really ah. Fun, the we have a really fun sort of hierarchy in, yeah. in how our Who characters have been made. So it's me, JT, and H in the campaign at the minute. So JT's playing a human fighter, yeah. and he's he's essentially if we all come from the same town, or at least we live there currently, and his fighter is like a neighbourhood support officer. Yep. So he's yeah. like he's like PCO plug mate. Yeah. He's like he's got no real power. Yeah. James What's is going the, on here, then? James's character is the sole policeman in the town. Right. Yeah. So and you're a mental barbarian. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 so it's hilarious. I'm a dwarf, right? So I'll get the penalty to pace, but Brilliant. then because I'm a barbarian, I get the um, enhanced pace. Therefore, I'm so really he's, he's a dwarf with a pace of nine. What? The <laughs> yeah, mate. Fuck? I'm so tiny, but I'm like, his tiny just, legs can carry him. You're like break. a whippet. Yeah. Like he's, he's quicker than me. <laughs> Wicked. What was funny, um, so, so, like, so James is the, the leader. Yeah. Then. James Tomas and the, the PC plod yep. he reports to him but then he hired me so I report to him <laughs> oh and currently, so we talk through I'm feeling other. a bit of a guards guards vibe here from oh, uh, it's, fucking it's a lot like that Terry Pratchett uh, was it Terry Pratchett yeah. yeah do you know what's funny though is that like so now I, I can't speak to James directly I have to go through him <laughs> even if even if he's standing right there I'll be like um, so he James's character went to the door of the, the mayor's house and was swinging his ceremonial flail around <laughs> because it's like it's like custom within dwarf barbarians. Yeah. It's, it's a ceremonial thing, and I'm like, uh, it's a ceremonial uh, uh, thing, but uh, people might not understand. And and then James looks at James Thomason's character and goes, "Could you ask him what he's going on about?" Yeah. <laughs> what do you sound like? Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, I'm Scottish. I'm right. Right. Ah. No, no, I'm actually it's like quite uh, quite a calm one. It's like, okay. Can he's you really... ask him what he's talking about? about... He's really menacing because he's like, if you don't back off, I'm going to cut your fucking head off, me. Calm, calm down, you wee little fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> I've, I've gone for non-gruff, but it means that yeah. Like but even more terrifying. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the uh, it's like the Northern Irish accent, right? It's like no matter how you how they say anything, it's always a bit scary. Sure? <laughs> I don't know about that. Thighs and pine. Thighs and pine. But fucking um. So yeah, it's a really cool dynamic. And essentially, the plot of the game is that the we used to live in harmony with goblins. They invented all of this shit for us and all of that. And then. Uh, suddenly they've gone mental and yeah. we don't know why so we're going to investigate that but uh, one very funny thing happened so I've built my character to be non-combat or yeah. more of a I'm, the, I'm the to- literally the torchbearer I can repair shoes I can hold a torch that's Lovely. what I do but, um, <laughs> and you do it well uh, during one of the we were fighting some goblins in the woods and then I fucking tried to throw sand into one of their eyes so yeah. I do a whole pocket, <laughs> pocket sand, sand yeah. and um, as, it, as it happened we had a random playlist of fantasy music on Spotify and then the Lord of the Rings music came on as I was doing <laughs> I went right pocket sand like this and then the, the music came on <laughs> I stood up and went pocket sand <laughs> it was and I I was like I, after I did it, I was like, "Ask I'm getting a bit emotional." With this yes. like <laughs> yeah, yeah. does things to me, man. Yeah. So uh, one other thing I'd like to comment about the uh, campaign and setup, right? So Sean mm. packed a suitcase. I saw the photograph. Oh, uh, so people that people may remember my brother. He's been on this podcast quite a lot, and he he, he was annoying because he called me up saying, oh, "Like, can I borrow a suitcase for the game?" <laughs> I don't, I don't have enough room for everything and I was like and I was like Sean if you're packing a suitcase I can tell you right now you've got too much 
And he said, yeah, like, I'll probably just bring what I need next time. And I was like, well, that's, so you know then that you're bringing stuff to much. don't need, yeah. like, categorically. Um, good. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, so so then he realised that the suitcase I gave him wasn't big enough. And he bought a suitcase that you could take on maybe, like, a four-week holiday. Wow. Yeah. And we're, talking, we're talking, like, 50 later. Oh, so, I don't know. Sixty yeah. later, so it's well, a big, it's a big wanker. We didn't, Massive. Actually, wait, I think I took a photo of it, but it's um, what's in there. So yeah. he he's got his yeah. You'll see. What the? F- I mean, it's very organised. Don't get me wrong. It's pleasing on the eye. What well, are them little boxes got inside? Minis. Oh, minis. So he's Millions he's organised all his minis into little boxes, but he didn't take the ones he needed. He just took the entire shelving unit and put it into the bag. He's, yeah. a man, he's a mental guy and he didn't use any he's of it. He's a maniac. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. So The whole session was theory uh, of the mind. Uh, right at the end, <laughs> right at the end, I said to him, I was like, Sean, I was, I was going to be a dick in the middle of the game, but now we've ended. It's fine. And I was like, can't wait to use their minis, eh? Eh? And he was just like, oh, yeah, well, yeah. I, was, I, was, I sort of didn't need them this time, but like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I just thought I'd bring my entire back catalogue of minis. And what was funny as well, we played at our friend Tabuskis' house, right? Oh, And oh. he, while we were there, um, I revealed to him that Sean Sean had called me in the week when he was talking about it kept calling it a gaming suitcase which really annoyed me but um, I was talking to him I was talking to him about it midweek and he was like do you reckon Tabuscus will mind if, if I leave the suitcase at his for the duration of the campaign and I was like Sean you can't ask him that that's insane have you seen the fucking size of the thing yeah it's a, it's a one bed flat mate it's a one bed flat take up his whole bedroom it, it, well exactly especially because Tabuscus is like one foot tall he could sleep in it though yeah, he could. No, but all the, he'd all have to take the minis. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's the point. Oh, you can sleep in one of the mini boxes. But anyway, um, I, to- I told Tabuscus about this, and at the end of the game, he was Tabuscus was pissed. drunk, yeah. and he was, he was just cool like, "Sean, you can leave that here if you wouldn't." And I was like, "Are you fucking mad?" Uh, I mean, he's done him a solid to let him to do that, but I'm not sure it's fair to have it for the whole campaign because it's that- like that's going to be a six month commitment <laughs> to have something that's bigger than the man that even owns the house. <laughs> He's going to trip over it. I've got to be honest though, it was nice playing at his flat because he allowed us to smoke inside. Oh. So I was smoking fags whilst playing a game, which was lovely. At the table. That is nice. Well, you was drinking, gaming and smoking at the same time. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is the dream. It's the ultimate combination. That is the dream. He has one of them windows that opens up like a fucking door. Oh, amazing. So it's huge. I mean, it's top floor almost. Uh, You could probably die easily, but... um, it opens so wide. But safety really nice. aside, it's really handy. Just don't, just don't, don't butter the floor near the window, and you'll because be fine. You've got, yeah. But um, yeah. we were, we went over to the window during the break, and uh, there was a guy. <laughs> there was a, we were four floors up, right? And there was a guy down on the street below walking along with a pizza. And I just said, and this was the volume at which I said it. I, I just went pizza like that there's no way he would have heard but James was like shut up, shut up. <laughs> and like, then I and then it's I, not even offensive and then I, I hit, know it's so stupid and then I hid, hid behind a see through window <laughs> yeah he, he, just, he, he backed off ever so slightly and okay, I was okay. just like how is he going to hear that step back okay yeah very good, good times good times but yeah Savage Pathfinder so far is very very good we thumbs like up the, I want yes, it it's getting Two thumbs Two up, big like thumbs, thumbs. Up. excellent thumbs. It's getting mini thumbs up, mini. Th- but, but, um, but that means a lot. It's way. very good, and uh, so far the main mechanics, like we uh, we've got a lot of new edges in there, yeah. which I can't remember. But the yeah, the classes thing is very good. But bear in mind, we created characters, then played a bit, so yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. played. So I was much session zero, yeah. And also Sean being Sean, the amazing GM that he is, I'm sure that you've got some uh, animals coming to destroy you. Oh, we will. Sure. <laughs> That's what's in the suitcase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no, there's nothing to do with us. It's 
it's just all animals. Yeah, it's really <laughs> Well, I'm surprised that when we went into the woodlands, we thought goblins, not animals. That's true. For those that he... don't know, Sean always kills his PCs with animals in his game for yeah. some reason. Yeah, always. Like, the hardest fight during TMNT was when we fought two moose. Oh, yes. But he's fucking... And a bear. We had a bear in that game, do you remember? The goblins were pretty deadly, though. In Call of Cthulhu, somebody killed us with a crow. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. The, go- the goblins, the goblins Hell, were deadly. What was funny as well, and this is the last thing I'll mention about the game, was that uh, uh, Tobuscus, right, he's playing a fighter, but he's good with ranged weapons. And right at the beginning of the fight, he goes, uh, right, so it says here the maximum range for my bow is 48, right? And he thinks, he thought that means feet, but in Savage Worlds, obviously, it means squares, right? Squares, yeah. So it got to the battle, which almost like... Sean said to him, he was like, and I, like, I'm not, I didn't mean to be a rules lawyer, yeah. but I was for a bit you by accident. Yeah, I was yeah. a, but I said, um, I, I was, uh, Sean's, he, he, Tobuscus goes, right, can I make it there this turn? And, uh, my pace is six. And Sean's like, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's no. only 42 squares away. <laughs> <laughs> but it made, it made it pretty funny because he, uh, then for the rest of the combat, he was just trying to get to us <laughs> while pinging off shots from his bow. Yeah. But yeah. it was like, he, he was like and, I'll get there in a few turns. Give me a minute, boys. <laughs> it's like, I'm on the way. Each one was a multi action and then he was at minus four because he was like over 48 fucking squares away and then it was like so he didn't hit so he was just pinging random <laughs> shots into the woods whilst trying to run to yeah, us it brilliant. was very funny um, but yeah he's learned, he's learned his fucking lesson there you go pay attention pay attention yeah. Um, but yeah um, that's Savage Pathfinder we'll probably have more to talk about next time but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to give a quick recommendation to a Nintendo Switch game oh please now, I don't know things have moved on a lot from, from Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. these games you can now play videoed games right. on the TV what I know I know what what but yeah there's a, I've been playing a game called Voice of Cards which is the worst Ooh. name for a game ever but uh, yeah because what would the voice what would the card what, what would the voice of just cards like, sound like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, this is by uh, a game designer called Yoko Taro, who made a really great game called Yoko Nier- Taro Card. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's sorry. Yoko Taro Card. <laughs> but um, he is responsible for a game called Near Automata. If anybody knows that, but no, anyway, what's that? A, a very weird PS4 game. Okay. That is- probably one of the best games ever made so nice. I've seen that he's made an RPG and it's essentially like a tabletop RPG all completely card based that Ooh. you play on your Switch cool yeah the graphics are really minimal so it's like there'll be a card on the table that represents a shop yeah, yeah and then yeah. you move your little piece over to it okay and then you have cards for all your attacks and you roll dice in the game as well so nice. you roll like d20s to hit d6s things like this but and it's, it's essentially oh yeah exactly right. and the, the whole thing is supposed to be like playing a session of an, a tabletop RPG so oh, yeah. does it hold up Yes, and the cool thing is, so instead of having voice actors for all the characters and things like this, this all it is is um, l- like you have well, um, Microsoft Sound talking to you. <laughs> no, no, no. You have music, and then you have an, a narrator in Japanese who says everything. So instead of the woman talking, it'd be like the woman walks up and she says the following. Ah, so it really, really easier. emulates that that okay. feel, nice. and it gets around the problem of terrible voice again? acting. Voice of Cards, the Isle of Dragon, the, the Isle, the Isle Dragon rules. So um, yeah. The, there are two two versions of it. Isle Dragon Roars is much more serious. The next one is much weirder, which I can't remember. It's called like the maid the, the maiden something, but that's the one. Oh, I've the been Forsaken playing. Maiden. Yes, so that's the one I've been playing, and it's a lot less serious than the original. Oh, yeah, it's nine out of ten on Steam, out of ten on Nintendo Life. Yes, it's, got it's very, very 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 yeah, good. I'll be checking Fucking that out. Search. 
Pretty Girl's Speed. Um, so yeah, James has just looked it up on the Nintendo Shop. I can highly recommend it. I got it on sale, yeah. so just maybe Ooh, put it in your wish it, list. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, but it's a very, very good game. Oh, it's very minimal, but it's like it really gets you into the atmosphere because it's just it relies on the writing and uh, like the cool voice acting very from nice. the one guy yeah, that does it. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very good. I was playing a little game like that the other day. It was completely. I actually got it up on my phone. Completely browser based. All black screen with text and a few little like. You know, just make, just making decisions and moving on, but it was really really fun. Um, I've, I've, I love I the little like games, used little to love sort of the old uh, old school games like text based games. Yeah, because with the too. black screen, it had such good atmosphere. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like I used to play a lot of those types of games on Amiga, but yeah, this one is kind of similar. Like it looks nice and yeah. it's got a nice presentation, mm-hmm. um, which is good. But yeah, it's very it's like turbo atmospheric, and you and can it's tell been made really well. Yeah, 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 and like a lot of the moves and the way you, you customize your characters. I spent most of it playing. There's a mini game that you can play in a pub yeah. where you're <laughs> playing this sort of monster based card game against right. NPCs and I spent most of the time doing that because it is incredibly fun fantastic yeah, it's a good game voice of cards check voice it out I will but yeah I've got to put it on my um, wish list yeah I've just, I've just done it and then the other one you can get not the one you're playing uh, the Forsaken oh, Maiden yeah the Isle uh, Dragon Isle Dragons there's demo available oh yeah, yeah that's, so I played the demo and that's what Led me yeah. to buy it. So I've just clicked, well I've just clicked the button, so when I get home, it'll be there. Ooh, sexy time. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, also, uh, very, very quickly, this is completely un RPG related, but I've been playing Shadowverse card game on, <laughs> on, on my phone, and it's actually quite good. What's that? Uh, it's, it's like um, a trading card game that you play on your phone. Right. Uh, but I want people to play with so add me on Just apple uh, or on there so uh, my name is bloke chan so <laughs> shadow verse yeah yeah it's well good anime card game um but yeah it's it's very good james signed up last night and he uh, he was drunk and he put his name down as something well i can't remember what it was but it was like wank fondler uh, and, yeah, he, and it actually let him put his name in tabascus no james clark oh, this one him him oh over my there god yeah he's like he's like wank f- wank f- hand or something wank like this fuck. But anyway, yeah, Shadowverse, come and play with me. My name's uh, Bloke Chan, or in-game, my name's Ham Doctor. I don't know which one you need to... Can I have Dr. Punchenstein? You can have, that was almost going to be I my name. I love that. But I went for Ham Doctor because I thought it sounded Ham rude, doctors. but wasn't. We could be the doctors. We're the do- doctor based now. Oh, you've already done it. Oh, for fuck's sake. We get, fuck. It's either doctors or wanks. Anyway, that is it for what we've been playing. <laughs> oh, James has just sent me a friend request. Yes. <laughs> He's in. Uh, I'll accept that live so listeners can enjoy that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shall we do the main subject? Uh, yes. I think it's time. Yes. Main. Subject. Magic. Main. Subject Tokyo Main Subject Alright, so comedy <laughs> Comedy in games, right? I mean, I think We're on a hundred and once Episode mm. yes. And I think I, we have established very well That we are not funny Yes, that's very true um, yeah. But we are going to tell you how to be funny Like we know Like we know yeah. Which isn't going to be funny Knock knock Who that? Interrupting cow. What did you say? No. <laughs> I almost fucked up there. Well. <laughs> so, um, I've got a lot of opinions on comedy games, and I think that the reason we wanted to do this sort of topic is because I feel as if there is a huge misunderstanding of how to do comedy in games. People yep. overstepping the mark, maybe a little bit, getting a bit offensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yep. looking at you, Nick. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, and also, I, I also feel like there there are some techniques you need to do in order to run a decent comedy game mm-hmm. and have it remain funny yes. um, but also I just think we need to talk about putting comedy I think 
any game should have lighter moments yeah. of levity because it's really important because you don't want to just be serious the whole time and and you know Vampire for example mm-hmm. was a semi-serious campaign but yeah, some was, of the yeah. funniest things I've ever seen yeah, happened in yeah, that game yeah that's true <laughs> and so I think that's why we wanted to discuss it today also because episode 101 looks like lol Lol. Our original idea, Nick, was that we were going to listen to all the old episodes and sort of correct all the mistakes in the pe- old opinions. And that should be a um, that should be like a, a like an end of year special. Well, the trouble is, I tried to listen to them and I hate myself so, so much. much. The, the early ones. Yeah, I, 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 I was so I thought I knew everything, and I just. I don't, <laughs> And, and, and yeah. it's like I'm so opinionated about certain things that I was completely wrong about and also it's like oh, just I like, should just breathe into the mic all the time like uh, yeah Harrison that's right you were so well it's because of the compression I used as yeah. well so not only is it bad to listen to it from an audible perspective it's also I'm a bit of a fucking cunt yeah <laughs> well at least you can say it I mean yeah it's like if I ever pitch my podcast our podcast to anyone I'm always like it's great but watch from about episode 6 start from the top and go back yeah, until, exactly until you get to a point where you cringe and, and then, then just stop, go stop <laughs> yeah. man I am I, I am so sorry I might just replace all the old files with just me going nope nope no you gotta keep it you gotta keep it alright well anyway comedy games I played once, and you were there, Nick, as well. Do you remember Chickens in the Mist? Oh, do I ever. So, this is, uh, this I I feel is the entire problem with comedy. Like, it was a funny game, it was a good laugh, but the problem is, like, when one of the biggest mistakes you can make with a comedy game is, is coming up with a comedy um, concept, right? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I don't know, <laughs> for example, you might just go, okay, we're going to play D&D, but you're all... Clowns, or yeah, exactly. Whoops, sorry. Are you opening shadow guys? I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just come out. If you're gonna play, look. You can play, play the tutorial. Sorry, okay, yeah. But take we'll play it tonight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, good. Um, <laughs> so, but the problem with that is like, it's like you, let's say, for example, you come up with an idea that's like, okay, we're going to play D&D, but we're all um, clown goblins or something like this. It's like, okay, that sounds funny. Yeah, it does. But the trouble is when you're playing for fucking four hours, right, and you get down to the nitty gritty, the initial thing where you go clown goblins, <laughs> that's funny, <laughs> that wears off very quickly. Yep. And yeah. Chickens in the Mist is a fun adventure, but it's about uh, by, but, well, they're already bipedal, but. Um, it's about giant chickens attacking people yeah and it's like that is funny to read but then as soon as you play the game and you're just going through rounds of people hitting a chicken with a shovel mm-hmm. it's sort of, and even now describing it that sounds funny but I often find that those types of games they're not actually funny when you're there playing it yeah. they tend to be funny after when you're describing it or the premise before yeah exactly but actually at the time it's like you get attacked by giant chickens and it's like ah, ha, ha, laugh and then it's just like but what is this really it's actually just a pretty boring encounter yeah. with what essentially might as well be a human with a beak <laughs> could be which a is another good idea for a comedy funny if it was guided well, that kind of uh, reminds me of Mr. Wilcox's um, ingenious comedy in his games when he's doing uh, the old uh, Saga of the Goblin Horde mm. where when he came to SavageCon and played it for us and then he was saying that one of the um uh, like Nick, one all of, the, of your devices. Yeah, no, one of his, uh, one one of the the bosses was uh, wishing for a, a 
you know, big cock for his wife, and then uh, at the end <laughs> yeah. of it, a large rooster comes and trashes the place. Very now, that's fucking double great. entendre. But that, that was good because it was it was it was it, it was like a punchline. It was punchy, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah It yeah, came yeah. out, and then it was like suddenly you see a giant rooster attack the town. It's just like, <laughs> I guess we know what that guy was wishing for. Yeah, and yeah, and it's like, funny. but that, the funniness came right at the end. We had a good punchline, and then bam, really well like, delivered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was awesome. So and that's then, why the big chickens are reminded me of all that stuff. But I, yeah, I agree. That's like. But do you know what he did, right? But Saga of the Golden Horde is is an inherently funny setting in in a lot of ways. Yeah. But then it, there are jokes made within the game. It's yep. not like because if I said to you, oh, uh, if I described the, probably one of the best comedies ever made, if I said The Office, mm-hmm. right, mm. you wouldn't think that because the idea isn't funny. No. The jokes made within the series Absolutely. are what makes it funny. Yeah, and yeah, characters, yeah. right? Yeah. So I, I think if you want to run a good funny game, don't come up with a concept that that will get a laugh at the table just say right play normal TNT but go right this is going to be very light on seriousness yeah there you go and you sit down and you just you yeah you have fun with it well and I found that your players are funny because that's also an issue yeah, yeah. Well, I found um, yeah. at least with us right I found uh, and, and we've already touched upon it there are really easy ways at least for our group to make a good comedy game together mm-hmm. um, and that is to pitch a serious game because it will end up being fucking hilarious they always are well because because you're playing a role playing game and sometimes your your characters are rolling and failing at very basic tasks and yeah. that is in, in inevitably funny yeah. and then always like yeah, our quips come out and even though it's like we know that overall we're being serious in our actions of what we need to do but because of that seriousness we always turn it down in specific moments. Because it's not you, James, the player, trying to be funny. No. It's that funny things are happening organically to your character yeah. within yeah, the game. Yeah. And so also that interactions makes, between yeah. characters will become funny just through dialogue. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, even like something as serious as, say, Game of Thrones yeah. mm. has the moments where somebody will say something witty and it's really funny. Exactly. Well, think about... Um, so in on the flip side, right, Sean was playing... Uh, he played us through Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Now, that was quite obviously a silly game because it's like we're playing... It's a cartoon. Cartoon yeah, characters, course, yeah. right? But the um, story behind it was deep as fuck, man. Good. It was so proper serious, wasn't it? So yeah, but then, but then, uh, but yeah, the situations and and like and vampires, another one as well is like the, we had a character. I, can't, I think they're Ventru, but you know the ones that can only only drink decent blood. Oh, proper high, you remember high there was a, grade blood. There yeah, was a bit yeah, of yeah. a drought of nobles in the city that's, for a little bit. Right, so yeah. he went to an expensive sushi restaurant and drained an entire tuna of his uh, blood. Yeah. And that then it, when it was shriveled up, but, but he had to have something expensive. Like, yeah. That's not as good as human blood, obviously. But so it's better. But it's like, at least this is expensive. Yeah, totally. And then, But that's a pretty funny situation because I remember he, he was all like gone and like he'd gone all white and he was just sort of sitting at the table and was like just bring me some tuna <laughs> and it's like that it's a funny situation yeah like, we weren't trying to be funny and in fact it's like you said like you've got to have good players yeah. that are funny yeah or at least that you all vibe on the same sense Precisely, of humor right? that's it's also it. like um i've noticed that there are certain moments you know I, I, i'm not sure if you 
well you probably do do it on purpose I don't know if I'm uh, picking up what you're putting down but um, when there's like a really serious moment or it's been a bit serious for quite a while and then you're like describing an action that someone did in a flashback you'd be like oh yeah and did that and he slipped over on a banana peel or something like that just you, you know just to cut through the you atmosphere just, yeah, cut, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you say like something stupid happened or he goes oh yeah his, name, his name's uh, Mr Bigglesworth the third yeah, 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 yeah you know a silly name just yeah. to lighten part of the mood even yeah. though what we're discussing is deadly serious or something mm, mm. so that kind of stuff yeah. I think is like oh totally really great to keep the players um, you know you, you actually engaged with yeah, 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 yeah like totally something crazy going on just like <laughs> also voicing's really good as well right so if you meet a character that's got a bit of a wacky voice it's not a direct joke but it is equally it makes the atmosphere a bit funny yeah I mean that's but, it's, <laughs> but that's I think the point we're trying to make is that it's like it's like maybe don't run a full comedy game but like pepper little bits of humour even yeah. within serious ones and that's probably where you get the funniest moments yeah. if everyone's trying to bloody be like Monty Python I was just about to say that absolutely if you're, if you're trying to pitch a comedy game all of your all of your players are going to have this kind of preconception that they are expected to be funny all the time yeah. and that can be quite difficult because mm. trying to trying to make gags constantly when you'll feel like you have to be and especially a like game most, will mean that it's shite yeah yeah work. yeah because everyone's trying to be funny whereas yeah. like you look at uh, in Solomon Kane like mm-hmm. you had a character Balthazar who hated anything supernatural <laughs> yeah. then became a vampire yeah but it was his seriousness that made it funny yeah because yeah. I remember you you sloping off at night trying to go and feed on some wildlife and you're just <laughs> like what have I become <laughs> kill the girl yeah it was it was exactly that and I think that's what it is you've got to um, you've got to let let it just again it's the same thing we're saying just let it organically happen like, like yeah, yes. if it's going to be a bit light hearted then fine but don't say right this has to be a comedy game because there's too much expectation yeah and also certain people trying to be funny I mean, I mean it, it, you know it becomes difficult when if you you're like you're saying you pitch a comedy people expect that they have to be funny or do wacky stuff it means that every Every single person is uh, pr- most likely going to end up being a disruptive player because yeah, they're going to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah, "Oh, I'm yeah. going to do that because well, gonna basically be I'm doing that because I'm an idiot." So, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. he dies, but I don't care because it's funny. I'm just going to whack yeah. you. Yeah, this big mission that we've been doing, and we're right to the end where it's like really important, and we're actually going to get what we're after. And actually, Joe, well, I'm just going to push the guy off the cliff. Do you, like, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you because they're trying to create a funny situation. It's like no, just let. Not just, every situation has to be funny. No, it doesn't. That's a very good point. Yeah. But um, uh, speaking like. That, I think that's good advice for like if you're running if you're thinking of running a comedy game yep. Yep. probably don't <laughs> yeah, 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 run something where the characters are, are serious and they only do do things that are within their character mm-hmm. but also like I think when we talk about a comedy centric game one that's supposed to be funny con games are essentially the best way. Yeah, yeah. like one you've got shots, one yeah. shots, and things like yeah, this. Yeah, of course. And like you, for example, the Holloway Tea Rooms. Yeah. Um, which is a tough guys adventure. I ran it at Dragon <laughs> so Me, funny. and we ended up being vastly overbooked and had like ten players. <laughs> yeah. And that ended up being very funny. Um, I mean, it, to be fair, it's a ridiculous situation because the whole. Uh, adventure concept is about a bunch of hard men selling drugs out of a um, <laughs> no no is that, it was out of a tea room oh sorry that's the other one and they're like yeah. it's like a really posh thing and you've got these yeah. hard blokes in the back and things like this but then then yeah you find out some Turkish guys are muscling on your turf but yep. that was a game where it was like well this is supposed to be ridiculous it's a one shot we're, we're playing out the mechanics do whatever the fuck you want and then there's this fucking bit in it and I remember the one. Of, it's one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen in a game uh, it probably won't sound as funny when I'm describing it but it was um, 
they find out where the Turkish dons are yeah. and then they see this like fence that's blocking off with two guards outside and just go to drive the sandwich van through the fucking thing but it was a dramatic task so everyone got to take actions and we had because we had to, we were overbooked I had to take one of the characters out of whacked from the whacked in the wicket and so we had this Shakespearean actor on top of the bus like, just a load of a load of art guys chuck the skull from Hamlet yeah. at somebody and, yeah. and then we had like all of the other people like leaning out the window certain people on top of the van we had people shooting um, people chucking stuff out of every window so if you imagine like a fucking cartoon with every with ten characters leaning out of a van yeah, it right. was just ridiculous yeah. and then they, they just ploughed in but yeah and um I remember one of the players was playing a football hooligan and they crashed through in the van fucking Shakespearean actor on the top trying to give a speech trying to rouse everyone and then the guy just gets out and goes come and have a go if you think you're old enough <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I think that right. is perfectly perfectly acceptable yeah. uh, within a one shot if you try to keep up that fucking level of stupidity no, it, it, not it, gonna happen. it's why my Shadowrun campaign ended after five episodes because it had that uh that sort of um, uh, vibe to yeah. it yeah, 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 where yeah. it was very very silly yeah. but we kept it very short and I think that's another good tip is that short and sweet if it's got to be wacky yeah exactly yeah. because the wackiness will wear off yeah, yeah, of after the will. idea yeah, yeah, just yeah. sits there for a couple of weeks and um, get a bit frustrated as well if you're actually like because obviously we all want to progress in a story as well whether it be funny or not you and want your characters to grow up yeah exactly that and then if it's always constantly like you might get yeah might wear a bit thin and you might yes. actually feel like you actually want to do let's actually do this fucking mission rather than being stupid with I, like, uh, hammers. I like all the stuff where we've had like quite silly characters they have their like silly quips or like their yeah, typical things yeah. but then they have these really really sort of deep moments in the game where they uh, where the rest of the players can see what they really are you know oh, like yeah, in our yeah, Tough yeah. Guys campaign mm. with um, Sid being um, you know he was the lowest of the low mm. at the beginning and everyone sort of picked on him and he was like the the roadman at the bottom yeah. but then he's like looking after his grandma like doing oh, totally. stuff at the and grave, that's what our group likes and everyone's to do. just like Oh, well, man, that, that's one like of the best bits serious. about yeah. Wise Guys because in that particular case, like we talk about, you know, players it, during comedy games, they or, or where they're allowed to constantly be trying to be funny. Mm. It, you, they'll turn into murder hobos. Mm. But in Wise Guys, you start out with them being criminals so yeah. it's like they could easily go down that route and be like um, you know absolute cunts to everybody but then you have to have the redeeming trait so like Sydney for example your character Nat he's a 15 year old roadman who thinks he's, he's, he's the shit yeah. mm. and Nat is and he gets bullied by the rest of the gang yeah. but then you say yeah then you have these character depth moments and that is a good tip but it's like if you if you are going to make a character that is kind of the butt of jokes or a joke in and of itself you've got to have that little bit of depth Mm -hmm. oh 100% 100%. but it also brings you like like to to, I think a very good tip Mm. is that if you're playing a game that is quote unquote serious or or there's a or there's supposed to be comedy elements to it maybe you know downtime is when oh, the funny stuff mate. should be done right 100% because yeah. yeah, the thing yeah. is like, like when you're on the mission that's a serious bit yeah. when you get back and Ooh. let's say it's about well Sydney's a good example yeah. from the Tough Guys campaign his whole thing was that he was trying to win the heart of yeah, a girl woe Tiffany yeah, yeah and, then, and then we that, but it's like okay look when we're out on the mission it's business right mm-hmm. yeah. when you're back that's when things can that's be funny because we're not really playing a game about gangsters at that point we're playing a game 
where a gangster on a gangster's day off, yeah. where yeah. he's trying to. And you all live in a little square, what, you know really what I mean, nice. in, in, in London. It also it allows you to let your hair down yeah, a bit yeah. from the seriousness. And that will generate comedy out of itself. Well, you know that's I mean? exactly it. I mean, look at what happened to Sid. He smashed Tiffany's window by accident. What about the dart? Was that that game when I tried to throw a dart at the dartboard and it went straight out the window and it's something? No, no, that was a different game. That was. You ran. T- I think it was. It, it might have been tough guys. I can't remember. It was but dance player, wasn't it? Was it? Oh, Mickey. It was Mickey. The dance yeah, player. Yeah, but it was on. That was Different during a one shot that you yeah, ran. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. But fucking. Um, yeah, like, like. So we had a situation. For example, there was. They were on a mission where they were doing a stag do for the boss, wasn't it? One yeah. of the big bosses, oh, we and they, the f- they went over to Spain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And to get because the the gang wasn't doing too well at this point, they had to get a discount on the flight. So Sydney chatted up the woman, right? And that's fine <laughs> at the flight desk. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. a funny situation. <laughs> yeah. Then you guys get a plane over to Spain, and when you get back, it's downtime. You've offered a date to this woman. This should be the day. But actually, you've also got a date with Tiffany on the same day in the same place. Oh, so we actually, gosh, we yes. it's funny because I remember that we started off that session with that date. Because because we left it yeah. we were just like right we're gonna sorry and all week like, everyone's like what the fuck's he gonna do and <laughs> because, um, you were chaperoning him yeah. with your big fat darts player Mickey Duggar <laughs> and while you were in the fucking place you were trying to distract one of the women while he was trying to buy a drink yeah. for one and then go over to the other but the thing is that was like that was a a comedy hour of a game to cut through what was not that serious but it was like what was otherwise was about the business of the game yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so we have a game where it's you guys trying to make it big in a, in a criminal underworld yep. but then also the, the, the downtime if you do if you know your characters are going to expect funny situations that's the time to do it yep. because those were honestly out of the whole campaign my best memories <laughs> oh, so during good. those periods yeah. but it was only because we had the bits that were less funny but I always remember like and, and again I'll, I'll stop just sharing memories of this campaign no, but it was it. very funny but I loved it when uh, Sydney you, you had, was on this plane with all these really hard nuts and you guys were heading over to Spain for the stag do <laughs> and he was looking out the window, window going let's go fucking mental let's, let's go, go fucking mental <laughs> 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 oh, mate what so a fun campaign so good so you know talking more about um, having an inherently funny game to begin with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we uh, bring up the fucking, uh, oh no, uh, what's his name? Andy Hop. Oh, Low, Low Life. Life. Low Life. So all of that is written uh, with complete hilarity because of all the words that he's made up. Yeah. Mm. But it can be used in a very serious way because it's post uh, every apocalyptic. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, it could be. I mean, again, that's another one that is... I think it's uh, built for one-shots. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's one of my favourite games. And and uh, I, at most, I've run a three-episode campaign arc for it. Yeah. But I think it's one of those where you could dip in, dip out. But also, like you said, it's post-apocalyptic, so you could just make it about survival. Yeah. But, I mean, it is very weird. Yeah. 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 It's more like weird than a comedy, so it kind of works. Yeah, yeah where you could could make serious... But then, but then it, it's very, very difficult difficult to go right I've got this smelth who's got all smelling based <laughs> yeah. powers do you know what I mean but yeah I that's an example of a comedy game that's built for comedy that actually works yeah 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 exactly yeah. because but that's because everything 
the writing in it is so spectacular and yeah. everything's got comedy no, baked into it another good example of that would be where it's already baked in would be the um, the maid game we played where we was a bunch oh, of people trying to, trying to hide up hide a dungeon oh my gosh yes that's <laughs> hilarious that's that's another good one like just like Low Life a maid is such a good game to play in short bursts as well and I think sometimes you need it if you've just finished a real fucking serious campaign yeah. like Deadlands for example yeah, yeah. but in route is quite serious as well but you kind of want to finish it up maybe play something with absolute levity for a week yeah. it gets out of your system yeah. and then maybe players aren't going to be doing that during your hyper serious political game do you yeah, know what I mean precisely yeah but made is so fucking good man yeah. we need to play we that need to yeah, I was going to say can yeah. we have another uh, in between please bunch of skeletons trying to dress up a dungeon oh, <laughs> it was so, so good funny and in like yeah that is a very good game for those that don't we reviewed it on episode 5 of this podcast don't listen to it mm-hmm. but it's a game where the GM plays uh, the leader of a household and all of the players are his maids that's right uh, he also has a butler expansion so mm-hmm. Sean played Butler, Which but is yeah, really it's well yeah, good. It's good. And uh, you don't really die, but you get more stressed as you more fuck stressed, up yeah. things. And there's a huge yeah. random table where, yeah. for, our, for instance, I shot off in yes. a rocket. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that was weird, wasn't it? Yeah. It's a very weird game. Very weird game. But um, there's there's different modes of it. Well, we yeah. should do an, a re-review of it. Yeah. Oh, mate. Yeah. We, yeah, let's go deep. Let's go deep, mate. Let's do an AP and made. But um, yeah, so I I also think we should talk about comedy character. We should definitely do that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, comedy characters. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, don't do them. No, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. always or if you're gonna go like if you think your idea is funny, mm-hmm. it probably is for the first session. Yeah. If you're playing a long ass campaign and you've done a comedy character, you will fucking get bored of it. Yeah. Well, also, it's like um, I feel like well, at least us at the table, we can easily make a comedy character for the first sesh but we know that realistically what's going to happen is they are going to change and sometimes we will put plant in a character that's a bit of a silly guy but with the intention like the subliminal intention for them to grow grow mold and then they will be completely different by which is interesting because you can see the progression whereas it's like if it's whereas that where they start taking things seriously yeah exactly whereas if it's like one dimensional where it's like oh my character he farts when he gets nervous well I I kind of said mm. to to Sean when I made the character for Savage Pathfinder I made uh, T Bearer is his name he used to be T Barrister but he had a really messy divorce and he and uh, basically uh, long story short he's got his legal license taken away so now he's just a torch bearer so he's tea bearer. <laughs> yeah, very good. But the um, the idea is is kind of funny because we I am literally the lowest of the low, and he knows it, and he treats himself that way as well. Like good. these guys were partying for his birthday in yeah. the pub, yeah. and he was outside in the rain trying to fix the wagon. <laughs> yeah, and I did. Um, I was kind to him, but um, it's like a very subtle because it was the introduction of our characters, obviously in session zero. Mm-hmm. But it was very very uh, uh, he bought me dinner but he didn't want to acknowledge the fact that he'd done it because I'm because he wants to the hierarchy needs to be there and I gave my uh, most half of my dinner to what I thought was James's horse (laughs) but it just happened to be a horse that was parked (laughs) and I was like he's a character that I wanted to I wanted him to be so depressing it's funny yeah. that's kind of but um, ultimately as I was saying to Sean when I came up with the idea what I want is for him to 
become good throughout the course yeah, of the yeah. campaign. See, yeah, there you that's go. what I wanted to do. Perfect example of he is a comedy you start character. Start with an outline and you want to turn it into. But a you real know that he, he, he's yeah. all of his um, yeah like silly depression like mode where it's hilarious. But you get why as well, right? Yeah. So you know why he's depressed. You know, well, these two don't. They're not interested in his backstory, no, which is great. And that all goes in with their whole game. But yeah, no, you need that kind of being able to being able to change and 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 start with something and then move. Well, because even our friend good friend Ryan who makes the stupidest characters <laughs> who often get the party into trouble um, he made a character called Randy Dixon who yeah. was Randy Dixon Randy Dixon throughout the course of the campaign eventually became half plain half man yep <laughs> had sex with an alien dropped the egg off at a hospital and abandoned it felt guilty went, went back, back killed, killed several doctors, nurses yeah and doctors and it was at this point that he saw himself on the news on CCTV and that was the turning point where he became serious and he was sort of like I don't think I can be the captain of the oh, ship no right, more. Yeah. And he yeah, changed yeah, gave it up. Yeah, didn't he? But that yeah. was because his character saw it, not Ryan, because he was just like, well, he's just playing him. But he, it was like, you know, in intense situations, it was serious. It was all that and that. But that was all sort of downtime or little trickles of, like, what's happening outside of what mm-hmm. we're doing. It was fed to him. It's like, shit, I need to go yeah. retrieve my alien egg baby. Kid, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, and it, and, it, and it was a really interesting arc within the game that was just, just, just around the for character him. Yeah. I really enjoyed <laughs> it that, we? Yeah. That, we were so invested my oh, main totally. inspiration for that campaign was Futurama as well which is and the whole idea that was one of my favourite campaigns of all time it was hands so down. good hands down but the, the, um, the whole point of Futurama was that Matt Groening said he wanted to set it so far in the future that uh, anything was possible yeah, so that's it, so it can be as stupid as he wanted and that, the GURPS campaign was very similar in that regard but once I gave you guys uh you know something to be invested in mm-hmm. i.e. the building of your ship the, yep. the start of your empire there are there's in, inherently even if you've got a stupid like you had a fucking sushi making pet ape on, on board yeah. yes but like even with all that ridiculous shit there are certain situations that the players are going to have to take seriously because otherwise they're going to fuck everything up like you know kabool, uh, kabool. Get, getting the money no no dervish dervish that no no it was, was a quiz blog quiz blog quiz blog yeah. quiz blog that was it yeah. um, and uh, yeah loads of a bit like it was a very ser- silly setting right but the, the whole thing is is that you guys had something to be invested in so yeah. there are situations inherently that you have to take seriously otherwise you're going to lose months and months of work yeah. which you did in the end and actually <laughs> That was sort of Ryan's fault. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was Ryan's fault. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I think that's another no, another tip is like, if you just if you're running D and D and you're not putting the fucking gavel down and saying, look, no, trying to be wacky constantly, and all you're doing is just going in dungeons and killing monsters. Yeah. Well, what what have the players got? to be serious about that's right. you know I mean yeah. give them something to do in the town I know it's this is old fucking hat advice but give them something to do while they're in the town something that they can be invested in yeah totally uh, or, or just say right let's talk about your backstory you know yeah. like do you said there's a man after you let's yeah. let's be serious like I mean in gen lab that's why I gave yeah. you the backstory yeah, yeah, yeah. of my character because I was like man the pay it gives me something to, it gives you something serious to Grasp onto. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I like the, um, you know, like, say for instance, as you were mentioning, you know, dungeon crawling all the time in D&D, it'd be a good idea. You can just slap something in just to force players into downtime and just be like, oh, you've been invited to a ball. And then it's like, there's no 
there's no <clears> real <throat> payoff. Maybe they get some gear. That's it. But it's just a nice reward. Well, it could be you know you as as they go to the ball, you say something like, "Well, all the most important people in the town are here, so don't fuck this up." Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, and then or it's you like can be <clears> like you know, as soon as they get in, it's a fucking phone party, and then there's just everyone having fun, and then they're forced into a situation where they have to let their hair down. Yeah, well, or or maybe where they go to the party and something deathly serious yeah. happens that threatens their livelihood. But yeah, like like I I like the idea of like snapping them out of a stupid mode yeah. as well. I mean, you can do that also by if you're just doing a hack and slash campaign where everyone is being lol so random, you can just um, <laughs> just midway through the dungeon put something harrowing in there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. that was um, pretty brutal in route actually. So uh, obviously we were aware that it was fairly political and serious, but I didn't know the depth of which it was. But in the uh, first episode, um, as soon as we <laughs> were attacked. Um, Harrison started describing what was going on and he said oh yeah women and children they're all screaming yep. um, you see a child get flung out of the uh, what was it the, well, they, the, the, well right so <laughs> no, but then he, he got sliced in half yeah it, like, it, so got, it was like it was just instant brutality yeah, yeah. Like, fuck we started yeah. off serious and then the ambush was like one of those where they didn't even see it coming so right. we started off a bit stupid right because mm. I'm like yeah. today is a day where the town is having a fair and there are rides there are games things like yeah. this and where where would you guys be and he's he's a trouble causing raccoon so he sped the whirly gig up like to make it go really fast yeah. and I'm like you do that and he'd smashed it so hard that I was like and you see a child sort of clinging on getting f- and, and flung through the air and then uh, and I cut away yeah. and as the attack happens I say James do you remember that child that was flying through the air you suddenly see a cat appear from nowhere with a jack sword and slice it in half and yeah. he points at you and goes you next you cunt oh yeah wow. and so it was, it was like it was Ew. just became deadly serious in, yeah. in an instant because I think yeah. I, I, I think yeah, good. that's fun. the harrowing aspect yeah. but that does bring you back down a bit sometimes doesn't it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I mean especially like in games like Call of Cthulhu yeah. where it's like oh, that is a game that you kind of have to Love take it seriously of course you do but then also we left the bollock on a, on a table with a little note so yes. you know but good move good even move. though it is really stupid it was scary it's a scary move <laughs> Seeing a bollock on a table, <laughs> That's roll sanity. We want the book back. That get- <laughs> <laughs> bollock. But yeah, I think I think that uh, unless we have anything more to add, I think that ultimately what we're saying is the main message is yeah. how to run a comedy game is either pepper keep it, it in, pepper Definitely. it in, yeah, or pepper keep it, in. it very short. If yeah. it's pure, yeah, stupid, if it's pure stupid, keep it short. And if it's going to be a campaign with some legs where you want a comedy aspect to it, then pepper it in. Go Let for it organic itself. Let yeah. it grow itself. Rely on characters. Hopefully, you've got a good. Rely good on the party. dice and the rolls and yeah, shit. Yeah, and that too. Exactly that. And, and also, also, yeah, and yeah. just a bit of uh, just, just yeah, just your descriptors little, as well. Yeah, you know, if, if something has been serious for too long, then just say something in a bit of a. Uh, more silly way give someone a yeah, funny you, name you've got a funny to use voice. it sparingly yeah. and pepper it in but also um, yeah just, just let it come up organically yeah. and also remember the tip do it during downtime mm-hmm. so that players aren't compelled to be stupid when there's more serious yeah. shit going and on and don't pressure them to crack jokes because they will crack jokes themselves if they know they can yeah 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 and uh, yeah also lol <laughs> lol but yeah comedy games they can be good keep them short or keep it classy yeah that's it keep it classy if you've got any tips that we haven't mentioned let please us know. let us know yeah. no I don't because we want to be funny no, we're trying yeah, I would love we, I'm really trying hard to be funny right so here's a joke for you okay uh, I tell my Spanish friends 
No, I was just going to repeat the joke from the last episode. <laughs> right, well, you know, you can call that a main subject and remain popular. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> should have shut up, though. Right, should we do some electro... Should we go for a break, yeah. actually? Should we let the listeners in on the break? We'll bring the mics with us. Okay. Oh, they're not... Is it, the, it's cabled out. They're wireless, aren't they, or something? No, they're no, very no. much not. Should we just well, record it on our phone? Oh, forget it. Oh, fuck's sake. Bye. Bye. In the future, you will be able to send a letter or parcel from anywhere on the planet. This, sir, is the electro letter. Let's go. Let's go. Questions, ladies and gentlemen. This is the electro letters segment. If you can tell, I'm stalling for time because. We've got questions from you. Oh, yes. 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 So, uh, Lassie, he has the first one. He says, to- toad gargoyles or frog gargoyles? Oh. Mm. Wait, what's the difference? Well, toads are more, toads are, uh, toads are more warty. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I also found out they don't jump. Frogs only jump, so. Oh, mate, frogs. Oh, then. it's got to be frogs. Yeah, yeah frogs all the way. Because one of my favourite adventures <laughs> of all time... Is obviously uh, the croaking fane for yeah. DCC, which a bunch of uh, has a frog orgy in it. Yes, oh, it's man. the best. Yes, best ever. He follows up seriously though. Why do so many adventures have gargoyles with those two creatures specifically? Hmm. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen one. I don't, I, so, frog gargoyle. Can we? What adventures, bro? Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know because <laughs> I want to play them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why so many have that, but it's probably because frogs are great, gargoyles are great. Frog. Frogiles. Frogiles are even better. <laughs> it's just a no-brainer, isn't it? The Buttman, he says, Do you feel that 5e adventure books and settings have drifted far away from more Tolkien-esque old-school fantasy? If so, why? If not, why? But yeah, I reckon they have. Yeah. They, they mu- Well, I, I saw a great video recently with uh, Dungeon Craft, and he is comparing old-school D&D art to new-school D&D art. And it's mm. like, in the old ones, right, you have, like, I don't know, wizards and fucking fighters and that, like fighting getting killed yeah. things like this and then you look at like new D&D art and it's 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 more just here's what your character could be and it's like a picture of a cat man striding through the woods looking, you know what I mean? looking resplendent it's I believe it's because D&D wants to become more accessible to a wider audience and in doing so uh. they've kind of but they shouldn't distilled uh, they diluted the game they've diluted it so it's, it's gone it's less about adventuring more about creating your your sonic OC in yeah. D&D and I think Critical Role are very largely to blame yeah, for that and other streaming people because it's like people turn up to watch those Twitch streams to watch the characters chatting with each other Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like well that, that so now it's more about like not about d- the adventure surviving death things like this it's more like Here's community your, yeah community <laughs> buy our D t-shirt with the pride logo on it <laughs> thank you so much gary um no no he was one of the good ones yeah. but um yeah i don't know like like i definitely think they have veered very much away from tolkien-esque fantasy yeah. um and for the worse i think mm, I, I, agree, well, I think I everyone's agree, yeah. trying to get on a 2022 hype you know what i mean like everyone's trying to be gen z appropriate and all this shit yeah, yeah. Strange Feast came out again and whenever they play a bit of D&D everyone's like oh what's this game yeah yeah and then again it's like uh, maybe it comes from people that 
don't necessarily even know about typical fantasy tropes and things like this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, like, a, but then the D and D game I ran couldn't have been further away from Tolkien-esque fantasy. Very so true. it's a direction I simultaneously like and hate, but it depends on the reasons for doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like I've been inspired a lot by like things like Terry Pratchett because what he does is he stays within the tropes but makes fun of them at the same time. Yeah, yeah. and it's like that's fine. But what D and D has become is more, yeah. It's just it's like a soap opera. Do you yeah. know what I mean yeah. about cat people and dog people and lizard men and trying to get along? Sean sent a fucking image to the group the other day that was like D and D parties uh, after five years of expansions, and it's like a lion man, an alien, and like <laughs> yeah. it's just like <laughs> yeah. I know I know that dwarves have been done to death, right? But at the end of the day. There's there's unique and interesting takes on them that you can do, and you know Terry Pratchett's books are a very very good example of that. Where, you know, he there's a uh, dwarves don't really look like men or women. Yeah. There's one who is a typical man but identifies as a woman, mm-hmm. likes to wear makeup but also likes to fight and kill shit. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Cherry. Cherry Littlebottom I think is is her name but like there's loads of little things like that where it's like well the tropes are there because they prop up existing known things about the setting but in in addition to that it's it's bucking those trends that can make for interesting characters Mm. and then when you think about the fact that if there are no tropes or anything like this and everyone can just be a lizard man with a fucking dark past you know what I mean it's (laughs) like it's like well now we've gone far away to the point where there are no sort of uh, uh, there's no iconography there's no myths or legends behind it yeah Yeah, 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 and it's like but and what you've got is all the characters are essentially the same because there's some wacky race with a crazy backstory where they're really dark and it's like I don't know like elves being smart is kind of a is kind of a good good trope because it, it, it leads to a lot of decent role play when you have say for example it's like this ever evolved race of really really smart people but mm-hmm. what's your reason for having left do you know mm-hmm. what I mean that's yeah, yeah, interesting yeah. yeah definitely but uh, yeah just bring back human robes with short shorts alright because uh, <laughs> that's what we like but yeah uh, Ace he says I just realised you guys were sponsored by Manscaped for a couple of episodes <laughs> you slam they uh, I just watched this he, say, he, he links a video and he says they slam Manscaped what was your experience well we're now fully out of that situation oh, yeah. so um, we did it to get the free things okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We yeah we're, not, we're not fucking lying mate they contacted us and then we're just like oh that's good we get the free things yeah alright let's do it yeah and do, do you know I think there's never been in the history of podcasting a funny ad read that is actually funny there you go yeah. I mean and we had to try it because they told us to yeah yeah they, yeah. Said, they just, said they, would look, at, they would look at the sales and then be in touch and they never did <laughs> well, because I we had no because no, nobody used the code <laughs> but you know it was a, it, I, I think I think ultimately what they do is like scattergun approaches of course they do because yeah. yeah. there's no way that they were fans of this well, no. Still, no, I, no 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 I'm no. not sure I ever subscribed to them but I probably because of the Manscaped tag but now they've got uh, Lorma 4.0 now have they? yeah oh yeah it's the same fucking thing same thing probably probably it's a very very average uh, trimmer but is, I didn't have yeah, a trimmer and now I've got one yeah so, and I use it for my beard so same I, well, I what about it, the pants I use it for what it's designed for uh, oh, all I, the time that's because James cannot grow facial hair Nick yeah that's true so yeah so I'll just use it for Did my you? 
my you, fucking ball sack for your gooseberries. Um, the dangleberries. What? Um, what? Uh, what did you do with the pants? Are they still in the pack? I haven't worn them yet, no. but they're quite soft. I they like they are, but uh, as a man that wears his trousers quite low, <laughs> yeah. they are very slick and leads <laughs> to a lot off. of like builder bum, basically. <laughs> do they like hug the balls? Because they might be oh, good they, for the gym. They hug the yeah yeah they would be good for the gym yeah hundred percent. I have to say that the bag that it came with is very very good travel bag. Yeah, uh, so leather. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yes, I, I do use that. Yeah, the, I well I use a travel bag just to store it in because I've already got my own one. But oh, yeah, shit, the we travel actually bag plugging in. it again. Huh? We should stop plugging. No, it. no, we're only plugging part of it. Okay. Overall, that package is not worth hundred quid. No oh, way. No, no way. In hell. Yeah, yeah. It's no. like it's like that razor. So my wife got me a razor for Christmas, like a, a, a beard trimmer thing, and she bought it for like t- a tenner at Lidl, and it's just as good. There you go. So it's like I, I don't know. It's it's really really not worth it. And what they're doing in order to uh, uh, sort of perpetuate their brand is creating a problem that doesn't really fucking exist. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like. Ball deodorant. Well, why not just use regular fucking deodorant? Oh, yeah, if you've ever even thought about that. Yeah, I, exactly. That's my point. And then there's the other one that's like the ball toner. It's yep. like it's called cold, cold shower, man. Like, and all, uh, most of the stuff that you get in it is rubbish. Yeah, yeah but we yeah. wanted it because it was it. free. It was free, yeah. And uh, and no, I've got shavers. No, 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 we got shavers and a nice well. travel. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's hard to be entirely negative about it because what they do is they just send it out to a bunch of podcasts and that's their marketing budget and they've promoted it right yeah yeah it's a shit product but it's it's allowing podcasters to make a bit of extra money although i don't see ever see the point in getting sponsors not that we've ever been really offered <laughs> but it's because uh because we've got a patreon yes. and i think if a podcast already has a patreon don't i think it's a bit scummy yeah to then also go buy a lisa mattress it's like i've got a fucking mattress oh shut up God. yeah just gonna do another ad break but lisa mattress if you want to sponsor us, get in touch. Please, or Simba. Please, we're not bothered. Put any any of them. Uh, Helix. Yeah. Helix Oxford. We must be the only <laughs> podcast in the world not sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends as well. Oh my God! Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, it's, it's a, that shows how small we really are. And it's a fantasy game. I mean, come on, there's a, a bit of a link there. Come on, I will, come e- on. I will even lie and say I've played it. No, I've so never just sponsor played us. it. I've never played it. No, 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 no. But if, maybe I did play it. If they sponsored maybe they, I would play it if they sent it to me for free with the console and TV to go with it. Yes. Uh, well, I w- so it's a mobile game, so with the mobiles and if we could have a new phone. Uh, and lots of the I'm sure I want to link it to a TV I want a Sony Ericsson Satyon <laughs> and I want Raid Shadow Legends installed on it please and I want to be have the best character in the game I would like a Nokia Engage yes please yes sponsored by Nokia Engage <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so I, I I don't really have a problem with with podcasts doing that type of stuff I don't really have a problem with Manscaped they sell shitty products that are overpriced mm. but we live in that fucking generation where it's kids uh, like a lot of children aspire to be YouTubers mm-hmm. and these YouTubers always have loads of money and spend it on crap mm-hmm. and that is who they're they're appealing to yeah. and if they're going to buy crap might as well buy crap from anyone. Yeah. Helix Mattress, Honey, Raid Shadow Legends. But if any of these people sponsor us, they're actually great. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Shameless. Big York Rex, yeah. he follows up this. I, I need pics from the crew showing off their manscaping. Ooh. Please hold them up to the mics during the show. No, fuck you. What, our balls? Okay. Well, they don't make a sound. I'll just... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, my balls do not make a sound. If yours do, Yorkus, 
see a doctor. Yes. If your balls are constantly screaming, you <laughs> 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 <just> sit down. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, he's, he, 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 every time he walks, he's like, he sits down and goes, I think he might have some sort of uh, psychotic uh, schizophrenia there. Yeah. His balls are like, shave me. Please. Do it Please. now. <laughs> Buy manscaped.com. Use code 3TRPG. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't use that code. It doesn't exist. Probably don't exist. It no. might exist. Try it out. Try but it don't out. buy it. No, just donate to the fucking Patreon. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you my fucking Manscaped <laughs> package. Yeah. My used yeah. Manscaped. If you want my pants. It's used, right? But my balls are clean. Yeah. If you donate £100 in any fashion, you get a brand new, brand old brand Manscaped. Uh, partially used. Partially used. Somewhere. But you Somewhere also get an exclusive 3T RPG pubic hair. <laughs> DNA sample. Yeah, that's yours. You put it on eBay, probably get £2.99. Reported. <laughs> Kill Defences. He says, what is the best slash most impressive post-apocalyptic system you've seen realised? Good use of language. Mm. Uh, was it the best in your opinion due to the baked-in setting and law or the system's rules and options included? Realise. Uh, mine is... I'll probably go low life because yeah. just because it's so different. Um, for those that don't haven't seen our low life review, it's essentially where every apocalypse that possibly could have happened probably did happen and now you're playing sort of low forms of life. Like you might play uh, Trash Being, uh, Snot Man, uh, Alien called UFOs in this thing. Yeah, and it's UFOs. really weird. It's got religions, it's got fucking re- weird weapons, nine fucking arcane backgrounds a beautiful beautiful um, illustrated map and things like this and also a lot of very good rules in it but um, I think it's most impressive because of the setting Yeah. I wonder if there are any out there that are really fucking good because of the rule set maybe the year zero system would be a good one Uh, my savage fallout Ooh, mm, that's thumb really that's, that's well fucking, that is. and that's fucking well, that's that, something that Sean Worlds, goes back to consistently yeah, exactly but well, the good. rules for Savage Worlds are great but then they've made it feel like Fallout using yeah. those like the radiation yeah. rules yeah, are really yeah, fucking good in it um, the new edges and hindrances perfectly emulate the game that's a very good answer so yeah mm. that's a good one we've got top four there then because they're all really good so we've got MCC we've got Low Life we've got the um, Savage Fallout and we've also got yeah definitely Year Zero that's a great well we've never played you um the main year zero but the gen lab one gen lab technically still post apocalyptic yeah absolutely and very very good mm-hmm. um because a lot of that is, I, I feel like resources are very fucking annoying to do yeah. in games. Yeah. And I think GenLab via the gear dice and things like mm-hmm. this really just sorts it yeah. perfectly. Because you need it in that kind of environment, but it's a boring rule. But if you do it well, it If works. you do it well and yeah. simple. Yeah, right? Because, exactly. like, you know, when we played Alien and the short stint we played Alien, yeah. like that, for example, like you you had like the usage dies and things like that and it's like it just deals with equipment in a slim fashion and that's mm-hmm. kind of what you want in a post-apocalyptic game yeah definitely and it's uh, very few people actually emulate that well mm-hmm. um, also Mutant Year Zero has the base building in it which yeah. is another sort of yeah. staple thing of uh, of these things but people just usually hand wave it yeah, exactly, whereas Mutant yeah. Year Zero has actually rules for it which is pretty good it's almost like downtime within the base isn't it yeah uh, he follows up though with bonus question would you hunt and eat a cat a dog or Sean sure. Sean no first in the real it, it, no, uh. no but the rest of the scenario is it's so. in the real English wasteland right food scarce right. cat 
dog Sean uh, prob- Sean is way too thin yeah, yeah. dog because cats are hard to track yeah dog because no no dogs are loyal yeah, which is easy because they come yeah. over you you take a bite out of it let it go on its way off it goes where it's got two heads and like 15 eyes Sean, depends to, if it's a thick ass boy Sean you got to explain why I think no but I mm, do you though <laughs> or do you just <laughs> Sean come over here a minute <laughs> Sean would be very easy to hunt right oh, because he is one of the most hunt. chill people on the planet and it's like you're walking down the street right you hear a noise like uh, you know in Home Alone when that tool shed's going down the stairs you hear that you turn around it's a man with every RPG thing he owns in a suitcase walking down the road that's slowing him down bam shot with a gun that's your dinosaur how would you trap him if you want to do an ambush uh, no, throw him into the suitcase. Yeah. I wouldn't even do that, mate. I just go, Sean, literally what you just said. Sean, come here a minute. and be like, yeah, all right. Well, and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He's too trusting. That's Aww. his problem. He would, he hey, Sean, don't listen to this. No, no. Sean's, uh, Sean <laughs> we're is, not going to eat you. Sean is a... Lo- <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Wait till the fucking apocalypse happens Different and we're coming story. for you, mate. Different story. We see that suitcase. We know we're fired. We know we're after. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tasty. But yeah, definitely. I think, I think dog... But second choice would be Sean. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, the Butt Man follows up. He says, speaking of post-apocalypse, what is your preferred flavour of apocalypse and Ooh. why? So I guess you've got, like, nuclear fallout. You've yeah. got zombie. Mm-hmm. You have got far-flung future where mm-hmm. something has happened. Um, mm, it's a good question. I... <sighs> Zombie, probably. For me, I do love that kind of I Am Legend exploring an old busted up world that's not too far after the event, but long enough that it's kind of... Creepy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, there's been some time has passed, but also there's a lot of nods to the old world. That's I love that. I love but that. But I guess of, I like... Uh, yeah. uh, um, the the flavour I tend to read more is are the ones where it's so far in the future the regular mundane technology has become like wondrous yeah, yeah, and I think MCC's like that like the treasures cool. like yeah. you can find a lighter and that's like a big that's fucking amazing. deal yeah, and you start true. off as like playing tribes do you know what yeah, I mean I love that as well and like you know ancient technology in air quotes is like you know yeah like you said is, is, is there it's I like do, a t-shirt yeah, do, yeah, yeah. yeah that's like the golden age I do yeah. quite like that because it um, lends itself to sort of it makes it kind of fantasy even though it's not yeah definitely yeah 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 and I think that's why we played games like that and we found a gun and it was like the what? best weapon yeah, in the world yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. it I can't remember what it was now, but, but yeah. like, like I think I lean towards that type because it also gives the writers carte blanche to do whatever the fuck they yeah, want absolutely I, yeah. I like zombies a lot but I don't know but I've never run anything like mm. that like I like watching zombie movies yeah, yeah. and reading books and stuff but it's like I don't know well that's more like a fear tactic isn't it with the zombies you're just mostly scared it's, because it. of the zombies whereas like nuclear it's like well it's it depends bomb. where at what point you play it but it's like everything you're just scared about everything because you could get radiation or this whereas if you're talking about post-apocalyptic times in a far future you're mm. not scared about radiation per se but you're probably already are radi- yeah. radiated and yeah. everything's just different like not to what we're used to because it's so far in the future because that's actually no because I've but run different but not evolved yes yeah. tribal yeah. I like it when things have gone back to like tribal because that's what we, we played that with the uh, we, we played the MCC world using the fantasy characters after they left their world yeah. which had blown up yeah. Um, and yeah the tribal thing awesome. was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and 
Yeah, I mean, and the cool thing is I used all of the mutation tables from MCC and James, I remember, your character just had a giant head. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when I ran Fallout using the same one as well? And um, somebody got, uh, I can't remember what it was, but oh, fat, Fatty Reservoir. And it was one of the characters that was like a cowboy type. And we found an image of a fat cowboy and made a token out of it. Oh, to this day, yeah. that is still the logo yeah. for our yeah. Discord. private Discord. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, like, like Zombies are a very, very, very good one. Um, and Powered by the Apocalypse, actually, mm. for Zombies, is really good, especially how it does the combat, because because it's more oh, cinematic. It's none of this fucking rolling for every zombie, because yeah. you want to have overwhelming numbers. Uh, yeah, of course. But in that, it's just, all right, soft move, 20 zombies are coming at yeah. you, what do you do? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. it's nice and easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it depends on the mood, but yeah, I reckon the whole far-flung that's future, cool. that yeah, that's cool. my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Cool. Um, Oh, for fuck's sake. Well, the, well, the last question is the guy that, you know, you've got to listen to all the episodes, mate. <laughs> Lassie, he says, opinion on Mega Dungeons. We'll go and listen to the Mega Dungeons episode that I spent so much effort <laughs> doing. Um, have a favourite you would like to play. Uh, I think we've fully said that there are very few Mega Dungeons out there, um, but my one, uh, Stonehell, sounded yeah, really good. Yeah, that was yeah, the one right. where... Um, it's, there's this old prison that just got abandoned and it was all monsters in there and now they've created factions within yeah, the prison so really Stonehill cool. is probably the one and not Barrow Maze not Barrow Maze Stonehill I think is particularly good because it's, it's light on story and you kind of just add it in yeah because really cool. are, you, are you really going to sit there reading fucking 200 rooms of a dungeon and like trying to remember them from memory no, definitely not no opinion, mega dungeons mostly suck but there are a few good examples um, but the main ones that you hear about are shite <laughs> fact I'm trying fact. to find out what fucking episode number the Mega fucking. Dungeons was yeah. just 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 google it just no, look no we never done it no we no, did we definitely did. do it it's the dungeons. definitive podcast about Mega Dungeons that's yeah, a fact it's, true. Uh, it's the standard Gary Gygax of himself would probably like he it he gave it a thumbs up episode he, he was buried that way yeah 86 86 there you yeah. go so listen Main to episode that or I'm going to find you and I'm going to 86 you <laughs> alright okay here we are okay that is Good. it for questions, lads. Good. Sexy time. Right. I, I've got another question. Go on. Nick, when you're coming back, man. Bring it back. Bring it back. To the table game. Bring it back to me. As soon as I can. So, yeah, like I said, start a new job. Life's been a bit upside down. Not in a, in a good way, but a bit mental recently. But, yeah, I'm hoping to work from home. Everything's on the up. Get exactly that and get back to right. this is the it. table. This is it. You are coming back. Yeah. Soon. Or <laughs> just throw a skull in the air. <laughs> um, or we we will rape. hunt you down. No, don't what, say. Rape. Ring the bell. <laughs> That's the rape uh, alarm. As it was one man. Rap. Yeah. Grap. Grap. Gra- gra- grapple. No. Rap. Rapping. Rapping. James is a convicted rapist. Oh. He's a rapper. <laughs> no, I absolutely want to come back and also. Um, want to start doing rather than trying to do a campaign, which is takes time. Uh, and always constantly having to like kind of make sure you, you're on top of things I've got, I think I'm going to change that format because I still want to do online games for you guys but just do a one shot once a month great idea uh, change it every time yeah. or maybe something, so much something easier with to a prep. looser format like yeah. Destiny where yeah. it's more yeah. player led exactly you know I mean? yeah that's the thing because so. the, the, when that date creeps up on you and you have to put the work in. Exactly. Like, I know. I know exactly how you feel. But yeah, that would be great. So I'd like to do that uh, but no, absolutely yeah, I miss I miss. I can't I miss, wait to have you I back miss the hobby, mate plus oh, we need another GM yeah Oh, so yeah. we need you back yeah absolutely absolutely um, 
Right, shall we do the outro? Yeah. yeah. So, fun fun fact, and I told James this, and I'm really hoping... So, last episode, and I'm burying this in the outro for a good reason, right? Last episode, we did an episode all about... Uh, uh, death that happened yeah. that was completely fictional and any likeness to uh, real characters or people is uh, completely coincidental mm-hmm. but what happened was is that uh, and I'm just going to go back into that fictional world yeah, right now yeah, right? Yeah. it's all a fantasy so the other day I had the, the I had gastroenteritis yeah. is that what it is yep. and I um, was shitting out one end shitting out the mouth and mm-hmm. then I was I was so dehydrated and I had to go to the doctors which is thankfully only down the road being that I was ill I was in loungewear yeah. I was wearing my 3T RPG podcast t-shirt Good right <laughs> and I went up to the doctors and I was waiting for so long I had to go down and ask the bloke on reception for a glass of water he gave it to me I went back up and as I was leaving literally propping myself up on the wall sweating like a mad cunt um, he goes excuse me I know it's a bad time but uh, yeah, my son's just come home um, uh, I know this is a bad time but uh, is that podcast yours and I was like yeah yeah it is and he's like oh, I'm a listener um, <gasps> shut up and he goes, he goes, um, yeah. oh, and I run the, uh, run the, uh, help run the shop down the road about which the podcast was about, uh, fictionally, because it's not real at all. Rio, the podcast from the town that we used to live in. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we actually didn't because it's all fictional. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, my son is crying like a mad one. So uh, let's just, uh, James, do the socials and uh, say goodbye. I've been Harrison Hunt. Goodbye. Good. Uh, so, uh, socials, we've got the old uh, email. That's uh, freetrpgpod at gmail.com. Yes. Or you can head over to Patreon and sling us some money. Please sling us some money because yep. this man needs a haircut. He needs a haircut desperately. <clears throat> and, um, of course, look at uh, Drive Through RPG and check out all of the uh, wicked cool products that we never put on there. But there are a few that there's are really cool. There's a few cool. on there. You know, there's, 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 there's some p- good ones. More some products pending. Um, yeah. You know, patent pending. Life. No. We're making Dungeons and Dragons too. <laughs> yeah. Watch this space. We'll have to just misspell it so that you know, you know. legal reasons. Yeah, yeah, Only yeah. Gygax will come after us. Yeah. Oh, let's make another TSR. Yeah. Anyway, TSR number seven. Thanks for listening. Keep it classy. Uh, good to see you, Nick. Thank you. Good to be back. Let's get together and, and have feel a good all right. Time. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And remember, uh, D20s are cool. But 20Ds. Now that's now a that's good day. <laughs> lol. Do you remember who Oh, yeah, episode lol. Episode lol. Do you remember who did? Who did? Who did? Bye. Beast. <laughs>